As girls who want it all, we're constantly working towards achieving our goals. From building businesses and growing a podcast to building social and professional communities, you can trust that your favorite girls are not short of ambition. In this episode, we discuss our current goals and aspirations, the accomplishments we're most proud of, and the tips and tricks that got us where we are and will get us to where we're going. Hello, ladies. Hi. Hi. I'm Annie. I'm Savannah. I'm Sydney. And I'm Fakumi. How are y'all? What has got y'all this week? What got me this weekend? Okay, so I went to dinner with a friend on Friday. Mm-hmm. And we, so our reservation was super late. It was 9.30. That's all they had left. And the restaurant closed at 12. Mm. So it's about 12 a.m. We were, actually, no, it was probably 11.30. And we were, we ordered dessert. We were waiting on our dessert. It took forever to come. So our waitress comes over to us out of nowhere. I thought she was going to bring the dessert. And she's like, just to let you know, that sorry looking table in the back, they want to buy you guys some drinks. So here they are. I don't know if you want to say thank you or anything, but <laughs> she was bitter. They did something to her. Okay. Were they sorry looking? Um, I had looked. Hell yeah, if they yes. were sorry looking, if she didn't lie. They, yes. I mean, she they, had jokes. They, they weren't the kind of men I'd want to go out with. So they were sorry looking. They were sorry, sorry looking. looking. So she was keeping it real. Yeah. Um, so they said, <laughs> what is a sorry looking man? <laughs> See, a I, would, I wouldn't have said they're sorry looking. They just weren't the kind of men. Don't what, buy me what a What did they look like? Um, Paint they look like guys who want to take girls out. Mm. But can't? Yes. Mm. So sorry. Like, sorry. Not, 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 no. Actually, I wouldn't say not, but can't. They just were, you know, those men. It's like, what are you doing tonight? Like, what are you on tonight? Oh. Like that kind oh. of. Can I get a hug? <laughs> yes. Can I get a hug? No, it's not even. Can I get a hug? You're not even gonna give me a hug. Like more of that kind oh. of guy. Yeah. But I will say, I don't want to come for them because they sent us they the were drinks. Nice. They gave us lemon drops, and then me and my friend were just like, um. So what are we gonna do? Like, mm. I was like, we could just go walk over, say thank you on our way out. Yeah. But the guy came over. Okay, also for some background, this was, I had a take this started I crying. Did a, what? We're having a team conversation. <laughs> I salute you. Mind you, okay. You there in the chat. They bought us drinks. I haven't had a sip of alcohol for four weeks. I was doing a little dry month. Mm-hmm. So they bought us lemon drops. The drinks were good. And then one of the guys came over, sits down next to us. Oh, and we're like, oh, Lord. Have he was mercy. like, y'all didn't enjoy your drinks? Maybe not. I was like, it's like, I did. I'm trying to enjoy the rest of my dinner. I'm allergic to lemon. I'm allergic to drops. I'm allergic to the men who come over after they buy me one. Okay, so I was like, I, I'm not really drinking right now, but thank you. Like, we no. appreciate it. And he he was like, all right, well, enjoy the rest of your night. He was, he, yeah. was he left us alone. And I like That's that. Good. Because don't send a drink expecting something because no one owes yeah. you anything. 100%. And then they were also like, oh, we have a bunch of food. Like, if anyone wants to take it home, I'm not taking your food, but right. they were, they were, I think they were being nice. They were being nice. They were being nice. So that's what got me. But within two minutes, you know, if you've hooked somebody yeah. or not. And I think it's fair. Like not. you can not be attracted to someone and still be like, I appreciate oh, yeah. your, you know what I mean? Exactly. I, I, yeah. I really like gratitude. Yeah. yeah and I like, exactly. if you want to buy a woman a drink, buy her a drink and let it say, have a good night. And that's it. And that's it. And I women like say, that. thank you. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's 100%. It could be a chin up though from across the table. Did anyone else have something like that? Word up, big bro. I do. (laughs) Thanks, brother. (laughs) Thanks, fam. Thanks, fam. Thanks, fam. (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> you remind me of my brother. <laughs> he did this for so me sweet. last week. Such a protector. <laughs> so, so generous and expecting nothing in return. <laughs> um, what got me this week? Okay, I have a positive what got me. I feel like we have a lot of, especially me, a neg- negative what gets me. So I'm glad to have a positive one. And it's like twofold. So I randomly on a whim applied to this like ideator program oh. to like work on your startup idea and then oh, I the, love that at the end you pitch and like can get funding um grant money and I apply I was just clicking around on the internet on Tuesday and it was like due Tuesday and I just submitted the application it was so half-ass it was like I did it in like 10 minutes and then I got in Period. so yeah. I'm starting that that's so exciting and then on the same thread then this guy like I had went to Nashville like where I went to, to my back to my college, like for an event, um, this venture capital event, because I have an interest in VC and um, the like VC that invited me, like the founder, like the head of the fund, ended up inviting me to the ballet on Saturday, which was lovely. Oh, oh my gosh, it was so nice! And then he was like, "By the way, like we're having a bunch of interns this summer. I know you just want to like learn and get your feet wet. Like, do you want to shadow us um, for the summer and like moving forward just to learn?" So. I'll be doing that also. Oh, wait, that's oh, I love that. Yes. So those are my yeah. I'm just what excited. This week? I love that. I love that a little week of momentum. Yeah. A week, a week of the wins. I keep yes. a really? I keep a list like in my notes app. I heard like I think a podcast or someone say they keep a list of their wins because yeah. it's like it's fun to look back on the year and be like you get so lost in it. But like yeah. even the little wins. So like. I had some wins this that's week. A, that's what got me. That's a I'm big networking win. That is a big win. That. Yes. Congratulations. Yeah. And it's nice to say something and see the action. Like, things come oh, forth. Yes. You've been putting that out. So I love yeah, that for, for you. Sure. Speaking of setting these little goals and taking steps forward, I want to know how y'all have achieved a lot of your goals and, like, continue to achieve your goals. Like, you know, what are your steps, like, when you think you have a goal? Like, what do you do next? Mm, gotcha. Um, I love that question because I feel like a lot of things stay in the mind. But when you actually want to go for something, it's kind mm-hmm. of like, how do you break it down? So I guess that's how, where I would start. Like, yeah. depending on how big the goal I think everything can be broken down. Even if it's like, I want to wake up earlier, even that can be broken down. Um, so, yeah. That's very general, but I'd start with a breakdown, depending on what the idea is. For me, I the biggest goal that I remember consciously, or the first big goal I remember consciously achieving was getting into an Ivy League college. Mm. And that was a goal I had in my head in high school. Mm-hmm. But it was one of those things I was like, yeah, I want to go to an Ivy League, and I would just say it. Yeah. Right. But it's not necessarily something I thought would actually work out. And... The biggest thing I learned from that application process was you have to believe in yourself first mm-hmm. yeah. because if you believe in yourself, it'll show in your outward attitude. And if I didn't have that push of I could actually do this, mm-hmm. I don't think I would have approached my application the same way. Mm-hmm. So I would say the first step for me is believe that you can actually do it and envision yourself doing it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. I feel that. I also think I totally feel that and that was the same way with me college except I believed like you were like you didn't I can't believe you didn't think you would get to Ivy League I feel like you were a star student but um I think you were speaking it but you were kind of like oh I don't know if it's gonna happen but I love that it worked out for you um I'm like delusional and I think we've talked about like but like I always like why would I not have the best but like the school I ended up getting into like I applied to I just cast a wide web and I didn't expect to get into the school that I ended up going to 
but I did. So I think action is the big thing. Like, even if you don't believe, mm-hmm. but like taking the steps of action, because I think it's really hard to like have faith and believe because like yeah. you never know what's going to happen and so much is out of our hands. But what, like the power of the mind, one is not a joke. Yeah. So there's power behind that. But then two, like so many people think and never do and never put action behind yeah. their goals. And like to take the first step, even if you don't think you're going to get in, apply because you never freaking know. Never. Maybe they accidentally, not you, I'm saying in general, maybe they'll accidentally put your little right. 2.1 GPA in the wrong pile and you, you, never and you know. get into Harvard. Literally. You never know. So I think just taking action, like be actionable. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, but at least you tried. Exactly. 100%. I definitely agree with that. I think like the steps, you need to take the steps. For me, one of my like, bigger first schools that I remember is knowing that I was not going to pay for college. Mm -hmm. Like that was just a thing I was told growing up. My mom was like, you're not paying for college. And in a loving way, she wanted me to work hard. And I knew that. And so like I was going to do what I needed to do to not pay for college. And I applied to the amount of schools I needed to. And I like Mm -hmm. built out my application, put enough time. And I think every time I've achieved a notable goal and look back and been like, whoa, I've written it down on paper. Like really? that. Yeah. Every single time I can look in a little journal and be like, this is there. So even those goals that, you know, I feel like one day, I don't know how I'm on my way yet. I don't know how this is going to work out. Yeah. I write it down. It just needs I to love start that, that way. That's I, a good one. I love that. It reminds me. So I think one of like the first questions is like, what was your biggest like accomplishment so far or whatever? I took me some time to think about it, but I think the first, like going back to college, um, I worked two internships two summers in a row. Mm-hmm. I really wanted like the startup experience, but I also knew that I think like brand recognition is really important. Mm-hmm. So I was working for two big companies and then like I did two startups at the same time. And it felt like really daunting at first, especially because I wasn't super experienced like with startups. I didn't really know the world too much, but I knew I liked that environment because of um, the autonomy that you have in whatever area you're working in. So I... <laughs> I daydream a lot. Like, I'm a chronic daydreamer. I think in the time of COVID, sophomore year, I ended up spending more time at home than on campus. Mm -hmm. So I would just, like, live in my head a little bit, like, in my imagination because I was so, and this sounds mean, but, like, so miserable in that state. Like, I didn't, transparently, I kind of checked out of college early after COVID happened, and my focus was all about how am I going to make sure that, I get a job in a different city, in, yeah. a, in a new city, a busy one, super right. fast paced. And here I am now mm-hmm. doing just that. So that was my focus, like I would say sophomore year of college. Um, and it was just literally, I could just see myself doing it. Yeah. Even like the internships, I ended up being able to go out for the summer to a new city. Nice. And it's, I literally would look at like Airbnbs yeah. in different and like save a folder. Like it felt a little weird and like, mm, I didn't know at the time that that's manifestation in yeah. a way. Um, Visualizing. Again, yeah. It's so powerful. Exactly. Very much the visual power. Yeah. So I'd like look at Airbnbs and like look at different apartments yeah. in different cities that I want to be in. But that. then to your point, Sid, of the action, just put yourself out there. Right. There was a mentor I had at the time and that's where the opportunity came to, to work for the startup. Um, and it's doing so well. And it, that's like that's what, awesome. some of the most passionate work that I've done. Yeah. So yeah, I think manifestation is talked about a lot, but like it has to be done in tandem with taking action. the action yes. and just putting yourself out there. Yeah. Honestly. That was not qualified. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I think <laughs> but you were. Times, <laughs> right. Exactly. I've exactly. learned the difference between 
like praying like god i really want this Mm -hmm. versus praying and taking action putting myself in that position Mm -hmm. to get what i want yeah because if you don't position yourself the right way how could you expect anything to come to you and i think that's the important thing like i think at first, when manifestation was introduced to the internet, it was kind of fluffy, and people were like, yes. oh, I'm spiritual, I'm chanting the things yes. that I want. I'm just going to dream it up. I'm just going to dream it up. But I think there is importance. Like, humans have been doing something similar for hundreds mm-hmm. of thousands hundreds of years. Of thousands, yeah. And it's just, how long have humans been around? I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, that's not, this don't is not that kind us. of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, like, I think when it comes to prayer, like, part of that is seeing yourself in like the state that you want to be in yeah. when it comes to writing it down like when it comes to like all of those different practices that are considered manifesting right and i think sometimes loki i got into a spot like i got achieved a lot of my goals i got into a spot where i'm like it's hard to visualize my future like i know the things i want it's hard for me to visualize it right another key for me is like surrounding myself with people who help me do that oh, that was right. so key I, yeah i feel that with what you said about like you guys were talking about like praying and like how do you manifest properly mm-hmm. with me praying like I stopped sometimes like I'll just throw it out there like I'll ask for something specific but like not expecting to actually like it be delivered to me but I asked to like be shown the way mm-hmm. or like a sign or guide to like lead me and I think that is more powerful because like, then I think you're not just expecting something to be brought to you or handed to you but like you're expecting alignment, like that the world around you will align with where you need to go and you're going to best use what's put in front of you mm. to, to that, make that happen. To that point, I started, yeah, I really like that you said that. I started praying that I be prepared for mm-hmm. the things that I'm praying yes. for yes. rather than praying like, can I just get this? Because yeah. in order for anyone to receive anything, you, you need to be ready for it. Yeah. Like you're never going to receive something that's not for you just you by do. virtue you have not having gone through right. the experiences that you have to have to properly handle it. And 100%. whenever I think about that in terms of my goals, mm-hmm. it helps me be a little more patient yes. because even with like, yeah, achieving any goal, like you, there's a specific set of steps you need to take. So if you haven't taken those steps or if you haven't gone through like what you need to go through, I pray, I'm like, okay, God, I just want to be put in the place where I'm having those experiences that are going to lead me to whatever it is that I'm praying for. 100%. And also, I think it's important to be open. I think there is such a thing as tunnel vision. And don't get me wrong, like when I've had a goal, like I've had to focus, hone in, be driven. But I think there's something so important about being open to life. Some of my Mm -hmm. greatest blessings and the biggest surprises aren't things that I necessarily planned for but I was still like preparing in a direction navigating like towards my goals but you know things also show up and you can't be fully closed-minded about Mm -hmm. what's next for you like sometimes it's not the path the exact path you think it'll be yeah yeah that's like so that is so true I think for a long time I don't know now being here I think I didn't manifest a great college experience I think I have to take ownership for that. My All my sentiments towards college, especially after COVID, it was like, I just need to get out of here. And that's mm-hmm. what it became. Mm-hmm. Like, I just needed to get out yeah. of there. So I think, and not even I think, I know I didn't really enjoy that four-year experience, um, which is, I mean, it's, it's gone now. But I do think um, God was preparing me for, like, now a position where you might have to focus. Because for a huge, and, like, all my friends know this, when I just got into college, like, a huge focus for me was, like, a friend group. And I think I've told a lot of you about that too. too. And it's not to say that I didn't deserve 
good friends, but I think now I'm in a position where I'm in a big city, don't necessarily have like a group chat that I'm texting every week and I'm really okay mm-hmm. because of that college experience. Mm-hmm. And then like even building up something, like working on a couple of things at a time, like mm-hmm. when I worked with that startup company and then I had to balance the other internship that I had, everything that happening then, it was preparing me for now. Yeah. And sometimes you can only see it. Yes. So far. You can really, you don't right. want to get stuck and like bitter. I was like right. that for a minute. Yeah. That's um, the experience you needed. Yeah, like, I that's needed it. Whether yeah. you liked it or not. Yeah, and I think right. there's exactly. so much of that in this life where it's like you go through, it's not what you envisioned. It's not what you like, but maybe that's what you need and you're not always going to like the path to getting to where you need yeah. to be. It's mm-hmm. not going to be and sunshine and roses. And a lot of times it might be like, that's getting you to the place that you were asking to get. Exactly. Yeah. But, and then when we're in it, we're like, why is this all happening? And then right. you look back and you're like, oh, so right. that makes sense. For me, some of the most like valuable moments, sorry, on that, on that train, some of the most valuable moments for me in college were when I was told no. Like I applied, I remember distinctly applying for one program and like one position and I didn't get it. This was like early on, sophomore year. And I was like heartbroken. Like I poured my heart into some of these things, didn't work out. I ended up applying for a co-op and moving, you know, across the country for mm-hmm. basically a year. Mm-hmm. And, like, if I was in those two things, I wouldn't have been able to do that. Right. And, like, it took me being, like, I was upset. I poured my heart into it. I did it fully. It took me being heartbroken and then looking back and being, like, well, like, this is exactly how it needed to be. And I think that people talk about goals and you think, oh, like, they're where they are. A lot of things have worked out for them. Almost everything. Yeah. And I think... The no's, no, everyone's received no's. Sometimes those no's are your biggest blessing. 100%. You know? And they can't stop you. From, yeah. And I think people don't talk about like what the, let's just say, ugly period looks like. Mm-hmm. Even when you pray, because Sid, like, to your, I pray a lot for signs. Mm-hmm. Like in certain moments, I would be like, just show me a sign that like I'm in the right school, for I'm, instance. Right, I'm big That on I shouldn't time, transfer. Because yeah. there was a point where I was like, maybe I should transfer. Mm-hmm. Show me a sign. And like at that point, I would get into like, it's like some programmer, like my mm-hmm. minor got in. Like yeah. I had to do that consistently. No one talks about when you pray for those signs, let's say that one, or like even remove some certain things from my life that are hindering me. Yeah. That can look a lot more lonely right. and like, or a lot more stressful. Like it just looks, it will look differently <laughs> when but you pray for those, It's what you asked for. It's what you asked for. Right. Yeah. You just have to right. kind of prepare yourself for that a change. Feels, it feels like the like, we make plans and God laughs. Yeah. And, and then also, which like I like to live by. Yeah. Um, but the, even though I'm a big planner, but whatever. Um, also like this whole concept of like, I thank God I didn't get what I thought I wanted. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think for me that personally applies to like certain relationships or friendships. Like you, you think there's going to be like your bridesmaid or like the yeah. godmother of your kids, but it didn't work out. And it turns out she was a horrible person or something. Right. Or, like you thought this was the person you were going to marry, but like, they ended up being a horrible fit. And like when you're in the thick of it, like you think that you have to have it and like this is what you want. But then you get out of it in hindsight, it's 2020. And it's 100%. like, Seriously. this is the journey I needed to be on. And had I gotten that, I would have never had this. Yes. Right. There's sometimes just like bigger blessings in your in your future. Waiting. So with that being said, I want to know what goals y'all are working towards. Like right now, how are you moving towards them? Do you guys have any? Okay, so I have a business right now, mm-hmm. and I'm a very, I've always been pretty, not always, I don't know, maybe it's something I'm tapping into now, but I'm pretty entrepreneurial-minded. Yeah, me too. My senior year of college, like, I took on this little business venture, and it didn't work out the way I wanted it to, and that's another thing I've learned to not just 
think everything's going to work out mm-hmm. because that'll lead to a lot of disappointment. Mm-hmm. But learning to understand things don't work out for a reason, but I still learned a lot from that process has been big. Yeah. But after going through that, I started another business and this business is doing better than I thought okay. it would be. Like I'm gaining some traction. Lovely. And right now I have a really big idea for it, but I'm trying to figure out how do I... I want. I don't want to let the idea die right. because it's something that I'll look back on and be like, "Why didn't I just do pursue it. that?" Yeah. But I'm also trying to figure out how do I pursue this and still balance everything else I have in my life, mm. like work, oh, my, the nine to five work I'm talking about. Yeah. Of course, like having a social life, taking care of myself, seriously, and everything else that I still want to pursue. It's just so hard wanting to go full force at this. But also knowing, like, there's so many other things on my plate right now. I feel that. I've had to elect, like, this is not going to stress. I feel the same thing. I have, like, 100 things on my plate. I have to pick what I'm going to let stress me out. And, like, I don't get headaches. I don't get migraines. And, like, lately, so many things have been stressing me out. I've started getting headaches. I'm like, this is not okay because now it's my health. Right. Um, So, like, I resonate with that. But to answer the question of Mm. what is the biggest goal I'm working towards, um, I think, Oh, there's a ton. I think with this podcast, I want it to be successful. Like they're all like carry equal weight to me. I want this podcast to be a success. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have our own goals um, within that. With my startup idea, I want that to work out. But like, I'm excited to fail at that. Like yeah. if, it, if, it, if it flops, but like I learn a lot and I meet a ton of like venture capitalists oh, and yeah. investors, but like yeah. I've taken away so much and like, I just realized it's a shitty idea or like, yeah. it doesn't resonate with the market. Like mm-hmm. I'm excited cause there's such a big learning opportunity by taking that risk. So whatever happens, I'm just excited for that journey. Mm, love it. Um, and then like with my career, I'm not going to say too much, but like, <laughs> I'm just like working towards like a promotion or like mm-hmm. pivoting or things like that. So I think they're all being a tandem, but like you got to, those are all huge things. And I think we all have a bunch of huge things we're juggling. You got to pick and choose what's going to stress you out. Yeah. So I, that day. I agree with that. I feel like that's um, not talked about. Like having goals, it's great. But sometimes like working on 10 different things, you might get not nowhere, but yeah. the progress might not be as great as if you kind of pick a focus, focus and like yeah. niche down. So that's, I kind of. At the beginning of the new year, I had like a whole reset and like my first quarter was kind of figuring out what you want to focus on. And this podcast was a large part of like the piece moving forward. So in terms of um, big goals now, it's definitely like this podcast and like my heart is here, just like all of us. Mm -hmm. Um, And then in my career, I've switched accounts recently. So I'm also working towards promotion. This like the account client that I'm working with, it's just a lot more high visibility, which is yeah. a great opportunity. Nice. It's a little bit scary because um, I'm kind of going to be like on my own, like dive into the deep end type of thing, but I'm super excited. So yes, working towards promotion. And then I want to get a rental property of my own. I just need to figure out the nice. timeline for that. And yeah. like, I'm a little scared of the stress that comes with that. And like, mm-hmm. just balance. I feel like sometimes balance, I'm like, is it a facade? If you want to do a lot of things, and not what do you mean by balance? Sauce, just like work-life balance, and then like like your your day job, and then like in an entrepreneurial sense, will you really? No. Yeah, I like, think no. I think there's a period of time where you have to Don't. sacrifice that. Yeah. Right. I think there's a period where you'll get it, but I do think like you have to prepare your mind that my life is a little off balance right yeah, now, and I'm trying to that. decide when that's going to be for me, just because I think I'm still. 
Um, like you mentioned, socially, like I'm still mm-hmm. in the space where mm-hmm. I want to go out and do things on the weekend. If I stayed out super late, right. I need to get my rest. It doesn't, there's work. no way yeah. you're going to go to sleep yeah. three o'clock, wake up six That's o'clock. Such a good point. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just, so to your point, Sydney, about like choose picking and choosing, that's what I'm doing right now. And yeah. I do think I have to prepare myself for like a time where my life might look a little unbalanced. Mm-hmm. That's so funny because I feel like that balance part is one of my goals right now. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know, my past few years graduating, I worked really hard in college. I feel like I have a lot to like speak to the hard work I did and I was grinding like my major was pretty difficult like Mm -hmm. along with everything I was doing it was pretty difficult and I knew my first year I'm not saying I'm in an easy industry but like I was like my first year out of college like I'm going medium hard like like, that's just what it is for me because I know like me inside like I'm not gonna burn myself out I'm gonna figure out how to ramp up and scale my life as I want it. Right. Yes. I don't want to ramp up in a direction that's not for me, right. if that yeah. makes sense. I want to be aligned. I want to be yes. aligned. Yeah. And so like one of, so yes, I have big goals with this podcast. Um, I have like goals around my work, literally just what I want from my experiences at work, right. like the people I meet. I have goals around the city and like artistic goals creatively. Yeah. I think part of my goal there is figuring out what I want my future to be and like yeah. trying different things. Um, but also I have internal goals around my well-being and how I treat myself. And like, I like found a new therapist recently in the city and that has been a really good for me. Yeah. I love that you said that because that's something I need to hop on. Like I got transparently, I was in a period therapy, finding a therapist is like dating. It's very difficult. Just like how you date for friends, date for a Mm -hmm. relationship. Like it's all, it all got overwhelming and I haven't made much progress there. Mm -hmm. I actually, like I had a negative experience. Then... Had another, like, first meeting, and I just gave up, frankly. (laughs) I know I need to, that's something that I need to um, prioritize, but it just fell lower on the list. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know what? You know know what? Yeah. I got some some items on my to-do list. And it's been so helpful for me because I think part of therapy is helping me align, like, what I want for the future. Like, I have long-term goals, whether it be, you know, career-wise, relationships, like, with my family, with my friends, like, how I want to interact with the world. And part of that for me is going to therapy, unpacking some of the things, yes, that I've been through, but also building myself up with these tools to go forward in the world in the way that I want to. Yeah. And I have a vision for who I want to be, and it's getting there. Yeah, I love that. To your both your points, like, your point about being where you want to be, and then the thing about balance... I've learned where I'm at right now. So for context, I am from New York. So like I still live at home and where I live, like, yes, I live in New York City, like five boroughs, but I'm like dang near right next to Long Island. So for me, when I first moved back after college, I was still trying to go out at night and act like I live in Manhattan. And that was running my pockets with those Ubers. And now I'm in a space where I've kind of just accepted Doing certain social things is just not easy. It leads to me being super tired because I'm trying to get all the way to Manhattan, then go all the way back to the deep part of Queens, and then try to go back like to Manhattan for work the next day. And stuff like that has been exhausting me. So part of me achieving my goals is taking a look at where I'm at and making the most of that. One thing I'm telling myself is like, all right, maybe I am not able to do all the things, like take 
like fitness classes and like meet up with people in the city as much as I want to. Right. But I'm like, I'm going to use this time where I'm at home, one, to save more money so I could end up in a place that I really, really like soon. But then also focus more on my goals for those times where it might be too much for me to go out and it's going to stress me out. And it's kind of like, not that I'm isolated, but if I'm literally physically in a space where I can't get somewhere super quickly, yeah. I'm like, let me just stay here in my neck of the woods and actually focus and use this time because I won't have this once I actually 100%. move and I'm in a space that I'm like, oh my God, people are literally five minutes away from me. Yeah. So much I <laughs> love that. You're, you'll be inundated. I with like love everything. That. And it reminds me of, um, there's this book, I'm actually rereading it because I feel like it resonates more with me now than in college. Like I mentioned, I was in a different space in college, but now it's called Ikigai. It's a Japanese principle that I really, like I'm obsessed with it. Cause oh, I, I am of, this. have you? Yes, yes. I've, I am of the, like I can have it all, mm -hmm. but I just don't think you can have it all at the same time, sometime. Like mm -hmm. maybe not right now. Yeah. Like I can have it all, but maybe not right now. Right. And I There's just have literally to not and accept it. Not enough time to have it all. But I resonate with your like, with the whole going out thing. I think, like, the biggest, like, tips for the girls, but, like, the biggest thing in achieving your goals is being able to sacrifice because mm -hmm. there's so many distractions, and that's for anything you want. Like, you're going to have to sacrifice. Anything that's worth having is not going to come easy, and you're going to have to sacrifice. And for me, it's been, like, going – I haven't. I was going to say social life, but it's not – I still have, a, like, very strong social life, but, like, going out, I really don't go out. Yeah. Um, which I think everyone knows. And I'm like... Out to the club. Yeah. Like, I don't... Okay. I, I'm always out to, to dinner. Right. I'm always <laughs> out to dinner. I'm always, like, hanging out with friends. Like, I have... Always have plans. But I don't go... I don't do the whole drinking Thursday through Saturday. Oh, no. Going out to bars every weekend. Yeah. I go out maybe once a month is a lot for me. Like, mm -hmm. once a week. I mean, like, one weekend a month is a lot for me. And I think in college, I was... Oh, I was outside. I never missed... Right. I didn't miss a party. Mm. I didn't miss a bar crawl or whatever it may be. Um, so this is incredibly different for me, but I don't feel like it's a sacrifice. Yes. But I don't feel like I'm missing anything because I now have time to focus on the podcast. Like on Saturday yeah. nights and Friday nights, I work on the podcast or I'm working on my startup idea or I'm not missing a workout. Cause when you drink, you're more tired, you are. you're lazier, you're hungover. You're going to miss your workouts. You're going to gain weight. So I feel like you have to sacrifice something to get the bigger things you want. And then, like, in 10 years, when I'm rich off one of these ideas, something will, something will hit. Yeah. <laughs> then I can be outside all I want, and I don't have to worry about yeah. waking up in the morning for my 9 to 5. Yeah. Also, it's, like, what you're getting out of it. I think right. a lot of goals setting is alignment. It's, like, you know, when I go out, am I going to places where I'm actually having fun with these? Right. Am I going out with people I like? Am I meeting people that I like? Totally. Like, that is all part of the big picture. So... It's not saying that you can't, you have to live one certain lifestyle to achieve your goals, but you need to reflect on what you're doing and the outcomes yeah. and if that aligns with where you want to go. So speaking of that, I know girlfriends don't cake keep. Do we have any tips for um, anyone listening? Like just from each of us, actionable tips people can take as they look forward to their goals. Yeah. So what you just said about drinking like having you know like the college nights when it was Thursday through Saturday and like you're gonna be outside one tip that I have so I recently just took a month not drinking mm -hmm. and honestly I think I'm gonna turn it more into a lifestyle thing for me mm, I that. Love it. because when I drink one personally I never feel good mentally the next day because alcohol is a depressant yeah so some people's brain chemistry is just alcohol will make you feel sad um so 
in terms of achieving goals, I think cutting out alcohol, at least cutting back and not getting drunk could help you go so much farther because think of how much time you could save or how much time you could be productive towards Mm -hmm. working towards your goals if you're not laying in bed hungover on a Saturday. If you don't have your whole Sunday like wasted because you're not laying in bed all day recovering from the night before. Um, so that's one tip I have right now. There's another one. I, I like that. I do too. Honestly, like, I think for me, I found balance in like, sometimes I just want one spicy marg because it tastes good and it's yeah. fun. And that's it. Like, sometimes yeah. it's not a whole night of, it, it doesn't have to go to extremes, you know? Yeah. And that's like a balance Binge thing. drinking. Like, you don't have to binge drink. Yeah. yeah you don't have to make it all the way out to the club. Sometimes you just want to go to a bar and go home. Yeah. Or watch bar. Just sit in bed. Like with your yeah. friends. Have a glass of Drink and watch Cheetah Girls. <laughs> this, is, this is coming from the <laughs> biggest homebody. Cheetah Girls. <laughs> I Amy am, has mentioned Cheetah Girls no, several No, I love it. And <laughs> I'm like such, uh, it's interesting because my college experience, like I was saying, I was very inside. Mm-hmm. Mm. So now coming to the city, I want to be in the mix and outside. How do I balance that now? Because I know it's what I need. I think for me, there was a period of time where I was actually alone too much mm. to where like I'm, I was so comfortable. Yeah. Alone. But now I don't want to say it's working. It was working against me, but for the things I want, like I want connection and I want to hang out with people. Mm-hmm. So for me, something that has helped um, because I think in New York, things just come up, honestly, like your friends, even in the week, like just invite you to stuff and you right. might end up having three things to go to on a Saturday. Right. I started out, like, going to those three things. Mm. Doesn't work for me. Like, it just doesn't work for me. So we've talked about, like, prioritizing something. Like, one thing's got to go. Or, like, I'll have a weekend on and a weekend off Mm -hmm. for my homebodies out there. Do it, like, a weekend on, weekend off, Friday inside, plan it out. Like, I'll write on my calendar, don't plan anything. Mm -hmm. Because you have... Saturday, and you're going to brunch on on Sunday. And Annie's strict about it. Annie does not. <laughs> I play, love it. Annie does not play about her schedule. Yeah. I don't like. I will. I'll be like, oh, I can't make it to it. like that dinner, or yeah. I can't. And I'm not really doing anything. I'm just just with you. Recuperating. Yeah, it's yeah. literally time with myself. Um, it's very important for me. Or going out uh, becomes a burden, and then that's mm. a weird space. Because why? Like, it should be fun. Yeah. Whatever you're doing should be fun, not forced. Um, I love that. I think that's very like needed. I think that's something I'm working on. Sometimes I'm outside too much, you know, and it's, it's okay. Like I enjoy people. I get energized from my connections, yes. but I also, there are times where it's like, I need to take care of myself. I can't forget me. Like, let me right. be ultimately selfish and you know what I mean? This grand scheme totally. a little bit more and like separate that time for myself. Yeah. But a tip I'd say, um, I'd give to people is Think about your perspective. Like, when you're setting goals, I like to think if I, you know, who is my mother? Or, you know what I mean? Looking down, like, wanting the best for me. Yeah. Like, what would I do? And mother is, like, a weird, like, I don't know if that's the right way to say it because, obviously, like, everyone's moms have bias and, like, what they want for you. But I think sometimes with goal setting, I can almost limit myself in my head before I even go far enough like there are things that I want and then those actionable steps sometimes I like I'm like oh what's realistic and sometimes I need to just be like what do I want you know if I deserve the world if I've looked at myself like I deserve the world what does that look like for me I don't think you should be realistic 
if you want it. You yeah. Should. Yeah. Unrealistic. Like, I, just literally thinking about what do I want? Not even, like, all work you have to do aside. Uh, yeah. Screw, screw the I, limitations. Screw, no, I'll, like, ask myself, like, if yeah. nothing existed. Exactly. So, like, if money didn't exist, right. if blah, blah, blah didn't exist, <laughs> if it, what would you do? If reality barely existed. You yeah, know what, what I mean? Like, if I yeah. could shape this. And then see how you can shape it now that we, unfortunately, do live. Yeah. <laughs> In reality, right. on Earth, and I think like in America, in America, in America. <laughs> and sometimes like adulthood has the tendency for me at least. I know that I was a real in in space kind of child. Like my imagination was all over. I remember going to like college interviews. Like I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna direct a movie. I'm gonna like 13 different activities in how many semesters? You know, right. and like that was just the way I operated. I think yeah. now that real life happens, sometimes you like get a little, I personally have gotten a little bit too grounded in like, what does reality offer me instead of what do I want? And so like, I actively need to push myself sometimes to think outside of the bounds. And some of those goals, like, are some of the like most pleasant ideas. You know what I mean? Like the greatest things that bring me joy and thinking of the future. Yeah, no, I love being unrealistic. I love living in my imagination. Me too. I never thought we'd be sitting on this, like so it's been what eight eight nine months yeah but we haven't known each other for eight, eight nine, nine months and yeah. we're sitting yeah. on this couch and i have three incredible friends i would have never thought that thought that right honestly so yeah i was i think my tip is open your mouth yes um, i think it can be when you have a in this build off of like dream big because mm-hmm. like anything is possible Really? I mean, I know that we can get into all the nuances and limitations and where you come, whatever, but like really anything is possible in this lifetime. Some way, somehow there's a way to it. So dream big. But I think when you have a really big dream or something that seems unrealistic, it can feel embarrassing to talk about Mm -hmm. it or put it out there. Or like, you just feel like, no, this isn't going to work. Or I don't know what they'll think. Like you can't think about what people are thinking. You need to put yourself out there and like hear what they think. Or they get that critique or get that guidance because I think for me, I'll be like, I don't know. I feel like people might think I'm crazy or like might think it's a dumb idea, but yes, you'll face resistance, but you need to put yourself out there so that people can give you guidance and you never know who yeah. you're talking to never and who will be a resource for you to get to where you're going. And I think, I truly think the unless you're born into like absurd amount, amounts of wealth and connections, the best way to get a career, get a new job or I don't know, learn about something new is to reach out to people, cold reach out to people in the industry yeah. mm-hmm. um, and just say, can I get to know you? Can I learn more about what you do? And do you have any advice for me? Yes. Um, so I think that's the big thing. Open your mouth, ask for advice, ask for guidance. Yeah. And then the second piece, um, and this can be a little touchy, but Pharrell, I, I can't, I'm not going to quote him properly, but he was talking about like, always run with people that are faster than you. Yeah. Like in, tr- in, in track, how you get better is not by running with people that are slower than you or at the same pace. But when you run with everyone, a bunch of people that are much faster than you, you're going to run, you're going to get faster. You you're going to be trying to keep up with them. Yeah. And so I think that applies in your career, in your life, the people you surround yourself with. And it's not like if someone's not doing well in their life, cut them off. But like, as far as your career mindedness, like get mentors and get acquaintances and yeah. yes, not exactly. more friends that are like, running the same race yes. and faster than you or at the same pace or trying to get to where they're going and are trying to get faster exactly. with you. And it I doesn't even, I love that. It doesn't even necessarily need to be in your exact, because I think in call, in your exact like feet. Field. In your exact mm-hmm. field. Yeah, yeah it, doesn't need, it doesn't need to right. be. And I was kind of, I love like tunnel vision is great, 
but like one of my mentors now, and it's so funny because I spoke with him at a very like random time before I had um, like a performance review and like one of his key tip, like I, I literally thanked him so much. It seems so random. Mm-hmm. Even our relationship seems random because I'm in tech, but he's like in finance. Mm-hmm. And I remember when he said, I'm doing this program, like come to the program. I was like, oh, well, I'm, I'm not really interested in that. But I was like, mm, yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. Um, it's so crazy how like he's still in my life to this day. You just never no. know. Mm-hmm. So if something kind of seems like it doesn't make sense or random. Like, you know, like Steve Jobs, when he's made that speech about like the, the dots always connect yeah. down the line. I really believe in that. Oh, I yes. really think they do. I think I that was like one of my biggest lessons from like it was senior year of high school. But you know when you like learn about the world? I was just having epiphany after epiphany after epiphany. Yeah. And I was like, it's all connected. I was learning about history and science. And like I was just in my little intellectual era. But like I think that's also a life thing. It's that everyone's dots connect at a certain point. Like that's mm-hmm. what makes your story. Like don't yes. be afraid to experience all different areas of life because then you get to build a more unique and beautiful story at the end of the day. Yes, I think... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I was going to say, like, the association, my parents growing up, I was like, what is it with them? Like, they were always talking about who you associate with, who your friends are. It It was, like, a lot because as kids, it's like we all seem the same, but, like, they can see things that you can't see and you... It's, like, only until you're older. Your association, like, it is key. It's so key. It's so key in ways that, like, you might realize later, it's very key. Like, I can't hang out with just anybody. Another thing I've learned, I think a lot of people talk about themselves in ways that are counteractive to the things that they want. I agree. So down to saying little things like, I'm so stupid. Mm. Or, oh, that was so dumb of me. I agree. It reinforces. Don't talk about yourself like that. Talk about, yeah, say things about yourself that you want to actually manifest for you. That and, like, be careful. I know everyone's on their own journey of, like, with negative self-talk. Like, I've even said that really resonates. Like, just the little things that, Mm -hmm. I remember in college, I was like, ugh. (laughs) I went, because I was placed in, like, this apartment building that was just, like, off, off campus. I was like, (laughs) yep, I'm cursed. I kept saying that as a joke, but, like, it became not a joke, honestly. So... Be careful. Like, when you're meeting somebody, like, be conscious. Because, like, that's how... Like, first impressions do matter. They do. It matters. You don't... Sydney, you said earlier, you never know who you're talking to. If you aren't presenting yourself a certain way and, like, with confidence, how can anyone have that faith in you? Right. That's so real. And I think moving to the city, like, having to... I'm not reinventing myself, like... I'm the same me and it's wonderful and like all of those things, but all of the background of me, it's crazy because I have to speak for who I am now. Right. Like yeah. you don't know they all the things I did. You, you don't know the awards I won. You, you don't know any of that. Like I feel like accomplishments and whatever, like first of all, that's not fully, you know, right. who you are, but like you have to like introduce yourself as a person. Like you have to take on all of those things. Yeah. I'm like someone who like, I don't really love to like, Rag. I don't love to like just, I'm not a highlights talker, mm-hmm. but I realized I had to change the way I spoke about, and I'm still working on this, like about, about myself. Mm-hmm. Like I need to talk about the good things. Cause if you don't know me, like there's but plenty of know. good in my life. Yeah. Like, you know, I need to talk about like the things happening. So you understand like, this is the view I have right, of it, holistically. Right. Um, 
And back to a point you were making about like the people who are around you. I know, I like used to say like I don't want to be the best one in the room. Like I want I want to have friends who are better at me. Like yeah. always mm-hmm. better than me yeah. always. And I think there's two sides to that. Like one, it's I just want to admire the people I around. Yeah, I'm around. Yes. I think that's I like just, it when you put it like that. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. it's like positive. It's like a good energy. Yes. I want to look like up to them. And I right. think a challenge that some people might have is like feelings of feeling inadequate if they're around a lot of successful people. But I think you need to like, that's A, learning to ground yourself in who you are and appreciate yourself. And B, like also acknowledging that everyone has their own journey and like they can be beautiful alongside each other. Right. Does anyone? Yeah, go ahead. I don't know if you have a reaction to that. but (laughs) No, I feel like everyone has their own journey, but like a little like you need when you feel we talk about this a lot but like with jealousy and insecurity that's like a person that's a you thing nobody else is doing something to you and like to me I channel that nothing is going to get me up off my ass like wanting something and wanting it bad and feeling like I'm the loser in the room yeah so like like, channel that energy maybe like go to maybe I should go to therapy too but go to therapy (laughs) and work out why you're feeling like that but at least I'm able to channel it into useful energy but you guys you guys said something I'm I'm hopping back but we'll come back to this Mm -hmm. You teach people how to think about you and yes. what they should think about mm-hmm. you. You touched on this too. And it's like, when you say, oh, I'm so fat or I'm so skinny or I'm so ugly or like, I'm so stupid, you're teaching people what to think about you. And it's like, you get to shape, especially as an adult when people don't know you, you mm-hmm. get to shape, you can be whoever you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you play, a double-edged you, sword. Even if you're faking it until you make it, you're teaching people. Mm-hmm. That you, That's you how get, Anna, whatever, oops, oh, yeah. everyone. That's how oh, she did yeah. it. Right, yeah. Fake it till you make it. <laughs> yes. So I think you're teaching people how to think about you. And then quickly, like, yeah. to your point about, like, just for your own personal talking about yourself, like, Something I've had to change is, like, I always say, like, I'm so bad at math my entire life because mm. I've struggled with it. Like, I would cry the first day of math class every year. And I was great at every other subject, but mm. I just couldn't get math. Um, and I'm sure there's probably, like, some mentally, like, some barrier between me being great at it. But it's, like, I'm studying for the GMAT. Like, well, bitch, you better get good at it. Mm. <laughs> like, GMAT me is me saying I'm with. bad at math is not doing anything for me. So I'm saying I just need to learn math. Yeah. Like, yes. I need to put the effort in to get there because I could be good. Like, I have a brain that works. Yes. Like, I can figure it out. It's everything. And I also think people don't even realize when they're talking about themselves or to themselves negatively. Right. So, it's really good to examine what do you say to yourself because a lot of times we talk about ourselves in ways that are not pleasant and we don't even realize. I 100% agree. And Kumi, to your earlier point about being in that circle of friends, I agree. Like, my... My parents, like, they were always like, if you're the smartest in the group, leave the group. Mm-hmm. And, it, and smart evolves and becomes right. something else. Like, it's not smart like grades. So yeah. don't, if you're in college, like, it's not necessarily grades. It's not necessarily classes or, like, exam scores. It doesn't always look like that. But I think, like, it's so important. You mentioned, like, feeling inadequate in those spaces. Mm-hmm. Just remember, like, the same way you're looking up at people. People are looking, looking at, at you, you. in that same a, way. People just aren't vocal strength. about it. Right. But people are, I promise, in that group, if you're feeling that way, people are also looking at you. You can open the conversation. I remember, like, my two closest friends, or two of my closest friends, I remember later on, we were talking about something random, and I was like, oh, I wanted to talk to you because you sat in the front of the class. Mm-hmm. And my parents, I didn't want to do it. I wanted to be the cool one in the back. But, like, that's what I admired. And you were, your hand was always up, and it wasn't the cool thing to do. And I was like, oh, I want to be friends with her. Yeah. So I just went up and talked to her. Right. But I told her later yeah, on. Yeah. So then I was like, I love and that. then, yeah. And then my other friend, I was like, 
oh, well, my dad was talking to me about reading more and building up my vocabulary. And I remember you were in the conversation and you used a big vocab word. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I want to be friends with her. Yeah. Mm. And part of that is like that vocalization. I think yeah. for me, it's like in a lot of my friend groups, I choose to, well, I hope you all think so, but I love to like, Tell people what yeah. I like about yeah. them. Tell like what you admire. I think you're funny. You do that. Like yeah. you're, you're like you're, you're smart. That. You're strategic. Good about that. Like yeah. I vocalize that because I want people around me to know that I look up to you. Like I think yes. I see the good in you. Yeah. You know, and like maybe if you're feeling inadequate, try and cultivate yes. that environment. And cultivate that. that environment. Yeah. And like Sydney, to your point, like you have to like you can't help what you don't know. So mm-hmm. if you're not being vocal about what you want or like if your friend like Sid just mentioned she got in a program oh how like what what's it about mm-hmm. could you I want to hear about it I'd love to xyz mm-hmm. just be vocal about it and if you're in the right space like it'll come it'll come so ladies um I just want to have a moment where we mm-hmm. speak some things into existence we talked about manifesting so let's say a little let there be i know sav you kind of introduced this concept to us mm-hmm. do you want to tell the people about it yes okay so there's this girl i'm gonna give her credit because we love to give the girlies credit yes. her name is book of brianna on tiktok and back in november of last year i was just scrolling on my tiktok feed and she does this thing where basically in the Bible, like when God made the earth, he said, let there be light, let there be this, let there be that. So she was like, I'm going to write 40 let there be's of things that I want to happen in my life. Mm. Say them every day for 40 days. And I did it beginning of this year, actually end of last year. And it was very powerful. I'm seeing, I've seen a lot of those things actually come true. So in the segment, we could just say one thing, like, or however many things that Mm -hmm. we want to see in our lives. I love that. Yeah. I'm going to do that list. It's I think you, really did, you must have told us about so this. Powerful. Yeah. 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 Do y'all want to give like a little, it can be specific, it can be vague, it can be. A- yeah. I, the first thing that comes to mind, let there be more love, mm-hmm. more adventure, um, and more experiences. That's mm-hmm. what first comes to my mind. For me, I'm going to say, let there be love, let there be purpose, love it. and let there be joy. Yeah. I'm going to say, let there be love, let there be learning, and let there be accomplishments. Let there be peace and joy. Period. Heavy on the peace. And I want to go into the peace part because in (laughs) being such a goals, 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 like I want to get this done, I've found myself getting ahead of myself and losing my peace in wanting to achieve my goals. But I've come to a point recently where I'm like, Whatever is for me is for me. Mm-hmm. I can't force it. I can't change timing of things. Mm-hmm. All I can do is do my part and It'll pray come. for the best. Yeah. Yes, I agree with that. And on, I have one more. And this is really for me, and I really need to affirm this. Let there be discipline mm. and accountability. Yeah. Say louder. 100%. <laughs> yeah. I like this. Um, I think this has been a wonderful episode. I hope that you all feel excited um, to have some new goals or to pursue your goals, feel supported. I think that it's so nice to have these conversations. I've not always had these conversations, yeah. but it inspires me to be around people like y'all. Oh, and right back at you. <laughs> the feeling is mutual. Yeah. Yes. And ladies. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening. Um, obviously, please connect with us. You know, rate our podcast. Give us five stars. Um, (laughs) Make sure you share with whoever you think needs to hear this, as well as send us your little dilemmas. Tell us what's getting you this week, next 
throughout your life. We want to talk past. about you in the past. This is such a community and we want to talk about the things that um, connect with all of you uh, and we want to talk to you. So thank you for joining. Follow us on Instagram and on TikTok. Okay. All right. Have a good one. Bye, Bye. everyone. Bye. <laughs> now that is what gets me.